0: To the knowledge of its creators, no one was harmed in the recording of this broadcast. Ooh, that's good. All right, so I didn't know we were doing. As I said earlier, a Tony edition. I thought it was just going to be on the radar or under the radar or what's on the radar. Unless there's something else you'd like to to broach. Huh? Oh, my God. What? This is still still transitioning. This is still in the world of Broadway. So the... the, Eh? The queen had her Jubilee. She had her <laughs> 70th and, um, anniversary being on the throne. Big party for those four days. Uh, and then there was the, the Saturday concert.
1: Paul had a Jubilee?
0: Two weeks ago. Yeah, I'm sure RuPaul did have the Jubilee as well.
1: Which queen are we talking about? <laughs>
0: Nancy We're Pelosi. talking about Queen Elizabeth II.
1: Ooh! Sugar.
0: So what I want to tie in here is that there was a performance of uh, Phantom, a little medley, since the show has returned to the West End recently. And there was a fantastic performance um, by Lucy St. Louis, who has taken on the role of um, Christine Daae. Oh, you're not going to start the slurring now, too, are you? Who hit you with a tortilla? Oh, my Again, goodness. I'm the one that was supposed to come back from the bar. Just sit in your seat.
1: <laughs> this nobody,
0: nobody, why I can't take you nobody anywhere. With a tortilla this is why the, okay, I. <laughs> the night always ends with someone screaming and someone in tears.
1: Well, it's the same person, I call that money well spent.
0: That's still someone. So anyway, they did the performance of Phantom. No, thank you. And and I thought, no, I did like it. I liked liked this performance quite a bit. And I have been obsessed with listening to different recordings of the Phantom of the opera in the last week or so. Since we're talking about, you know, big Broadway productions, that's a big one. Um, And I like this one also because they didn't use so much guitar. There's a lot of guitar, uh, at least in some point of, of Phantom. I'm not a big guitar fan. And this production, this little medley for the Queens uh, concert there, um, used mostly violin, which I thought was, for me, it was much more effective. <laughs> He's giving me the tiny violin. That's quite all right. Is there any more Tony talk, or are we gonna, gonna move on to another Radar moment? Cool, we're gonna do that. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. So while Ian is having his patty lapone moment and cussing somebody out <laughs> of <from> the stage. <laughs> like, oh my god, I got a show and a show and I'm about to get dinner. <laughs> this
1: was awesome. <laughs> Who
0: said Broadway's
1: dead? <laughs> this is Laura Linney. And this is Masterpiece Messes. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: oh show my song. goodness. So yeah, so um, I think we're moving on from Tony talk. That's I don't a whole. Know, you're dip- trying to wrangle me in. I'm not trying to wrangle you in. I asked you if there was anything me. that you wanted to broach on Tony before we moved on. I, you know,
1: I'm passionate about it, but I also want to include you in the conversation. Let's talk about something from Detroit.
0: <laughs> Detroit? What are you talking about?
1: Baltimore? What are you? Compton? No, <laughs> I, I'm not getting the
0: references. All right, let's move on okay so we got a chance to talk about the tonys and that was very cool so that was on the radar this is something also that's on the radar i've been enjoying um i love that for you which is uh vanessa bears um pet project streaming on showtime uh she plays joanna gold who has aspirations of being a like a home shopping network hostess mm-hmm, or host, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so she does get to fulfill that um, that dream.
1: Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> and she joins the uh, SVN SB, network. Oh yes, yeah. yes.
1: Yeah. Not to be mistaken
0: with the SBU. Horror <laughs> um, yeah, that's something completely, uh, completely different. But huh. Vanessa's in the series.
1: Okay. Uh, Molly
0: Shannon plays a mentor of hers. Wonderful. Jennifer Lewis is, is the. Her? is the uh, CEO she's the you know she's the, she's time. the money she's the she's the
1: baddest bitch in town
0: that's a good way of putting it patricia who who owns uh sb sbn um matt rogers is in it playing her uh, patricia's assistant who does i think a really nice job matt Rod- yeah matt rogers so, oh, from fire yeah. island we may get a it's chance so to talk about to that anyone. too yeah i didn't uh, i mean he's done i've seen some of his comedian or, or comic stuff um like stand up stuff um, but yeah it's very nice to see him getting getting work yeah. we watched the first pilot <laughs> pilot episode together today cuz i had seen all the episodes up until the finale, which is airing, I believe, this Sunday. Um, and I liked it. I liked it without having seen the first episode. I'm like, this was interesting.
1: How did you start on a show without seeing it? Because
0: first episode? I'm watching stuff that's like late at night. And so it just happens to sometimes just be on. Like, like they're the airing. Full episode or a clip? No, so they're watching like the full episode's on. So I just wow. happened to run across it like just before it started, like just before the episode started,
1: second yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I like Vanessa because I really like her, her, her uh, miley cyrus impersonation i think it's dead on it it cracks me up every time yeah so i was like oh i'm gonna give it a chance i'm like i'm up i have to be work the next day let me watch a little bit of it so i get to find out who joanna is and i do like kind of watching um shopping shows in general yeah exactly because sometimes the quality of the product is really good and also the um the personalities that are on the show are interesting to watch. So this was a, a cool little take. And I think, oh I'm trying to think. Oh, what's his name? Uh um Augustine Burroughs. Is oh. it Augustine or Augustine?
1: Augustine Burroughs.
0: Yeah, he did a a, a book called Celevision, which is yes! basically yes, 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 basically yes. this or this this uh this arena. So it's kind of in my in my wheelhouse. And Jennifer Lewis, oh my God, she is
1: fantastic. I mean that she just never gets old. Yeah like she's brings a fire to everything she's in
0: yep so that was another reason too so i'm like oh, the second episode was good so i decided to watch because there were three at the time i'll uh, i'll do a little binge and so that was fascinating to watch her do that and like there's a little piece where she gets to play piano and she gets to sing um when's that and it's in the series well, you haven't gotten far enough into it so you haven't seen that but she's a multi-talented Boards, oh, that's which which yeah. people know, but just just to see her, just to see her do all that is just amazing. So I really enjoyed seeing her and Molly Shannon. You know, sometimes Molly's I think a little underrated in, in in some of the roles she's done in the past, and so it's nice to see her in here. And she's got different layers, so you really need to watch the whole, continue watching the series to get there. So she's kind of is a woman in crisis too, or she gets more in crisis as things progress. But I just like the energy from it. like you they're not necessarily friends, at least not not all of them. Um, but you get that behind the scenes, that kind of small group of you know all of us work. you know we work with a small group of people that you see every day and you got the quirks there and the interesting characters and sometimes you get the, the, the regular guests that keep coming in or maybe you get the regular caller in some cases on the show. So it's just, it's just interesting to watch and there's a love interest as well, which is kind of cute, a little awkward. But it's, it's fun to watch everything kind of take its moment. And so, and Vanessa, again, I just, I'm just so happy because, you know, Ted Lasso is happening for Jason Sudeikis, um, Barry with uh, Bill Hader, and then AD Bryant has her Shrill series, which I think is about to wrap up. It's nice to see another SNL member doing, doing well, getting, you know, their own their own voice out there as well. So i encourage i encourage a lot of people if you haven't had a chance to watch um i love that for you it's on showtime it's just about to wrap up it's it's uh first season do check it out and and do enjoy and so and on that note i think maybe we're going to get a little water and just and then we're going to come back and Ian's going to lead off the next the next segment um, but I'm getting a little parched, and I just need to clean some of the stuff that's on the counter here because it, it it tipped, and I, you know, it it's distracted me. So I appreciate y'all hanging on. We're going to come right back with a little bit more. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, that's so good.
0: <laughs> Ian's going to lead off on this segment. Okay.
1: Okay, I got the lead. Oh, was that boring show sure you were just talking about?
0: It. You liked it. Or at oh, least you it? lied about oh, it and it? said you liked was it. Boring? No, it wasn't boring. boring? I I, I love oh, that for you.
1: Yeah. The girl with the teeth.
0: <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> yeah, Was the it Nessa Jaws? Bear. Did we no. watch Jaws? No, we didn't watch Jaws. She so she teeth. got a lot of teeth. A lot of people got a lot of teeth. No, I thought it was
1: hilarious. I really did. I, I felt like the pacing and the writing was very, very good. Speaking of pacing and writing, Abbott Elementary. Okay, Big fan. Big, big, big fan. I mean, Shirley Ralph has been one of my favorites since she did Dreamgirls a million years ago, and she's just she sparkles. But they all do. I feel like they all sparkle in that, and it's hard to find a TV sitcom show that is resonating with audiences because we've all gone to streaming because it pays more. True. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Does it pay more?
0: I don't know. I don't get any money. (laughs) But yeah, for a network
1: show. Yeah. Abbott Elementary, amazing. So funny. So fresh. Like I don't turn to network television very often, which is weird because that used to be our bread and butter. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with HBO Max. It just—they just keep turning out things that are very enjoyable to watch. And as you know, in my previous statement, I like something fresh and new that necessarily isn't what I would like go to. Like we all love The Office. We all love Parks and Rec. We all love like tuning into those things that we just feel comfortable shit out there. But I might just be in the old world by myself.
0: <laughs> Are you, do you have an example of something crazy that you would be interested everywhere, in watching?
1: Everywhere, everywhere. everywhere. Okay. The okay. Michelle Yeoh movie is in-freaking-credible. And it is getting some buzz, but also it's one of those movies that could have a cult following if people actually watched it and enjoyed it.
0: Okay, well that's cool. So you enjoyed that. How many times did you see that?
1: Five. Right. You know what's a mess? (laughs)
0: Tell me. J.K.
1: Rowling, transphobic mother. (laughs) So I went back and I watched Crimes of Grindelwald. Watt, if you ask me. And I think they should have left the um, Johnny Depp in the role, but they changed it with a a wonderful actor, Mads Mikkelsen. But the movies just are like inconcise and like a chaotic rambling of a writer's mind, which I get it. And she's used to writing, you know, in a cafe on a napkin and making the world's best fiction series of a wizard. But as a screenwriter, uh, she dumb. You know, she she's back there with the divine secrets of the Yaya yeah yeah Sisterhood. She's back there with Pearl. <laughs> she ain't got it. So they brought somebody else in on this. And I get it. She has all these thoughts and premises in her head, but they just don't, as a viewer... As an audience member, it's very hard to track the trajectory of what's going on with these characters. But there's characters. There's very strong characters. And you want to kind of, like, jump in, but you
0: can't. And yet you tried to get me to watch this movie today. You try to get me to watch a movie that you have now admitting that was incomprehensible on some level. It was. But yet you wanted me to watch it. Why?
1: The last, I will say this, the last 45 minutes of Dumbledore was amazing. Was the picture that we that we needed and we wanted but there's just so and it's contrived
0: well that is certainly an opinion i really have been enjoying the time traveler's wife it's really interesting i almost jumped on board when the book came out and, and then they did the movie which i also did not see uh, again this is one of those cases where i'm up late and this the show just i just happened to click on it and this is the second episode again and i was like okay uh, it does have a lot of bad wig work, that's true. And I had already read a review of it because you know it does have that kind of touchy subject matter where, um, Henry, who's played by Theo James, um, meets his future wife as a six year old. Hmm. So there's a little bit of the grooming subject in there that could be considered a little. Uh, a little iffy, a little little touchy. I think they handle it s- sensitively enough, but there are parts where I'm like, mm, that's a little weird. Uh, but I I, I I love seeing the characters at different points in their relationship, even though they're 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 not taking the linear uh, time frame of falling in love. So you have Claire at this point knowing who Henry is, but she's meeting a Henry who doesn't know who she is. And kind of the Henry that she does know, I shouldn't say kind of, the Henry that she does know is very much shaped by her past self. Okay. So she shapes the person that she is going to spend the rest of her, well, part of her life with. I don't know how, the, how it, it ends. Um, but I like the non-linear approach to telling this love story. And I like how vulnerable the characters can be um, at certain certain points in the relationship. So it, it's almost like you're meeting a version of the person, but they're not quite there yet. But because you're influencing them, they will become the person that you want them to be okay but you're just not doing it in a linear time frame which i thought was fascinating and you know and it's the teleplays by um stephen moffat based on the book so and stephen moffat was for the longest a long time showrunner for dr who the, the the modern version of or the current version of it um so he has a good handle on these kind of time travel stories and he's doing a really good job of handling the story so far so I, I I like the approach. I like kind of the history that he brings to it because he's done that with Doctor Who as well. Having that kind of out of sync love story. Um, David Nutter, I believe, is the main director for the, the series at this point. There's only six episodes, which I was surprised. I thought they were going to do eight or ten. So when the, the last episode was announced um, last week, I was like, oh, that's it? So i mean i have become really invested in it and that second episode the second and the fourth episode so far are my favorite and they happen to be the ones that have people outside their outside of them outside of claire and henry so the second episode has a, a younger version of himself and his mother and father uh, kate uh, siegel is plays his mother from uh, i know her from midnight mass um she did like what haunting of blythe manor i think is another one that was on netflix and I kept looking at him like, who is this fantastic actress? Who is she? So I went to look around, I'm like, that's Kate Siegel. She's fantastic. I just, she just brings me to tears. And she just has, she really does encapsulate a way that I do her character looks at, at life. Like, you don't, happiness is not necessarily a sustained, again, mm. point of being. It, it is their moments. So is it better to, Take a chance on that moment, knowing that it's not going to last, than to not do it at all. Knowing that you could be happy, but yes, it's not going to be forever. It's not going to be always, but it's better to have done it than not to have done it at all.
1: You know, it, it was just, I that's was, how I feel every time I order pie for dessert.
0: Well, it was just perfect. And like I said, I wasn't going to watch the series because I had heard a lot of negative. Reviews, and I had read some negative reviews, but that second episode, it was just funny just to watch it out of sequence, because the first episode was okay. I was not nearly as impressed as I was with the second episode. And I watched the second episode again. I wasn't going to, but again, it just had me floored. I'm like, this is wonderful. I need to know where we're going with this overall. So I've been watching the series, and I'm I'm enamored, so I'm glad I've spent the
1: time with these guys. What do you think of all those shows that could be ruined by the first episode? Like you have to perform so well in the first pilot. Well, but I... sometimes it takes longer than that to get into the characters.
0: Right. So I mean, I think of the pilot, so that's why I'm like, all right. I probably would have given them the second episode, but it just gave it a different feel. Like it was almost like watching the show about a time traveler out of sequence. So I got a different angle from it than watching it from the beginning, which was fine. The episode, you know, it set things up fine, but it was not nearly as interesting as that second episode. And I think a lot of it has to do with the young actor that plays Henry, because there's an event that triggers his time traveling. At least so I'm like I don't know how it how it's referenced in the book
1: yeah.
0: and in the movie. So I don't know if it's different or not. Uh, I, I don't have that as a, as a as a framework. But here I was just fascinated by how they are approaching having Henry's ca- character travel back and forth through time. You know, it's not perfect. It's not like, you know, it's not a, it's not a perfect show. There are things I'm like, oh, that's a little iffy. Or like, mm, that's not quite working. Or like, I want, you could get rid of that character. But then there are things that are like a fascinating finding out that, I guess, I do know that I guess Ingrid is one of the, is an ex-girlfriend of Henry's. She doesn't seem to feature prominently from, from what I know in, the novel like they don't spend a lot of time with her from what i'm understanding um but here they do and i think she's interesting and i like the relationship that she brings into it so i'm recommending it if you have a moment to check out it's only six episodes yeah they're about an hour or so but if you like the book you might want to And if you enjoyed the movie you might like seeing another another version another have you seen the movie I've not seen the movie either but i want to see them afterwards but i want to finish the series yeah. first but that's on my radar and I, I i really like rose leslie i believe is the uh is um claire with a, yeah, a lot of people know her john snow yeah and of people know from um uh, game of gone. thrones thank you game of thrones and she was in uh downton abbey for a while too and theo james uh well i mean theo was doing some nice some nice acting on it but you know he, he looks good too <laughs> he, he looks real good but that's just he's the eye actor. candy. That's just the the animal brain talking. But he's a good, yeah, he's a good actor, and I and I enjoy watching him here as well. So.
1: Awesome. I will definitely take a look at it. Cool.
0: Well, I'm I'm glad that we got caught up on those. Is there another little series that you want, or do you want to? Okay. Well, I think we're going to take another quick break, and we're either going to continue, or we're going to break this into maybe a two or three parter. That might be interesting too. What is this your journal? Why do you keep talking? It's my therapy session, for sure. It's Ooh, That's Good. You've been listening to Ooh, That's Good, our podcast about our love of movies, TV, and pop culture. Catch Ooh, That's Good on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Be sure to subscribe and be on the lookout for future episodes. Join the conversation and get in on the fun by emailing us at ooh that's at gmail.com. Till next time, go watch something good.